Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You, you having a party? Oh, some sugar for your mama? These bitches ain't no bad. I'm sorry. All I heard was blah, blah, blah. I'm a dirty train. I think you two are a pair of potheads. The Lucy and Elaine Show. The girls are naturally curious about the local activity. Hosted by Lucy Burge and Elaine Cavallari. Okay, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We are back for episode two. So and we realized that we did not introduce ourselves oh. last episode. So <laughs> nobody for a whole week knew who we are. The tragedy. Yes. <laughs> I am Lucy Burge. Yes, and I'm Elaine Cavallari. And we are here with the Lucy and Elaine show. Yes. So we thought to introduce all of you to us and us to you, we would ask each other questions because we kind of just met too. I mean, we... Yeah. Yes, well, that's me. a good thing to mention. Actually. Exactly. We did not grow up together. No. Not, no. No, we've known each other like a month, maybe. Yeah, literally, maybe. Yes, maybe. So we're going to ask each other some questions to get to know each other so that you know us. Do you want me to start? Perfect. Yeah. Okay, okay I'll start. Okay, shoot. Okay. These are very basic questions. Okay, I'm a little nervous. I still. genuinely don't know the answers to them. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, what is your favorite TV show of all time? Of all time? Do I have to... Um... You have to answer, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's a t- I like Gossip Girl is like my fave, but never I also like it. One Tree Hill. I never watched these shows. The OC, One Tree Hill, um, Gossip Girl. I never watched any of those. On oh. the WB, like I, I would always, or the CW, I would what? always watch just okay. Gilmore Girls on that. Stadium. Gilmore Girls. Okay, I like Gilmore Girls, but I'd, I have to lock in on Gossip Girl. Okay. okay. Very Locked good. In. Okay. You. If you won a billion dollars, what's the first thing you would buy? Ooh. That's a loaded question. I feel like with a billion dollars, I would, I would. You can buy more than just the one thing, but no, I know. But I feel thing. like I wouldn't buy something. I feel like I'd start something. Okay, like, like a really like like a sporty like a charity or something. Okay, start. but I probably buy. I don't know what I'd purchase first. Maybe a Jeep. Okay, I need a Jeep. In my Ooh, life. very nice. Yes. Okay. okay, I love it. Okay, what do you think is the best invention in history? Oh my God, Lucy. Um, I'm like so not a techie person. Just anything, like makeup, like literally anything. <sighs> Setting powder. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, great. <laughs> um, what is your that was so girly of me? No, but it's okay, true. Anyways. Setting powder is it's a life changer. Beautiful. It really okay. is. Anyways, um, what is your dream vacation? Dream vacay. Um, probably Hawaii. Nice. Get a little tropical. Long flight though. Yeah. But still, once you're there. I'll just knock out. Yeah, there you go. Once you're there. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We have to close the blinds. I'm such a distracted. Okay. Who do you look up to the most? Oh, that's a hard one. So many people. Uh, I feel like you could separate it into, like, work and, like, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could. Probably my mommy. Okay, good. (laughs) Very nice. Uh, Okay, last question. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, oh how hot is Nick Fryer? Because there was something between <laughs> no. you and Nick Fryer 
during the podcast meeting last out week. Out of your mind. And you were like, oh, Nick, I like your shirt. And, he was, no, and then you were no. like, are you hitting on me? And I was like, why am Lucy, I here? Lucy, Lucy. Sparks are flying. <laughs> yeah, Lucy, can you excuse yourself? Nick no. Fryer no, 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 of no, no, the no. Five Out podcast. Goodness you gracious. and Nick Fryer this is in the break room. False news. False news. Stop. Ah, no. There was no talking after? Nothing? No. No DMing? Twitter, or- just, just, you know, classic podcast squad tweets back and forth. Okay. All right. I was biggest flirt in high school. Okay. It's just in my blood. And in the break room. <laughs> Nick Fryer. Lunchroom to break room. Okay. We'll have to tweet out that video with uh, the podcast and see how people decide what <laughs> no. actually happened there because I felt Stop. the energy Did in the you? room. He's older. How old is he? I don't know. We'll have to ask him if we have him we on. Okay. He's electric, so we'll have to have him on. But Wait, I'm looking for my questions. Um, you have questions for me? Yes. Oh, best date with Mike Bags. Oh. Ooh. Well, they're so Lucy, all great. For those that don't know, Lucy's dating sales extraordinaire. Mike Bags. Yes. Um, I was actually there when they met. Is that correct? You, uh, no. No? No. Oh. We met a couple times before that. Oh. But you were his intern. Yes, I was his intern. And then he brought you down to shadow me. Yes. Because I'm the Very person fun. you look up to most. Yes. <laughs> that should have been the answer. Yes. So if your mom, like, yes. come on. Mommy. <laughs> um, no, she's great. Um, so, yeah. Uh, best date. Best date They're ever. They're all great. Aww. We've, what have we done? We've done so much. I don't know. It could be something simple. Well, okay. I guess our... Whenever we what go was to, your first date? Our first date was at Tony C's. Cute. I love it. I love Tony C's with him. Um, it was during March Madness. Oh, yes. beautiful. It was really fun. That's fun. We clicked right away. Yeah. It was great. Aww. Wait, that's so cute. Yes. All the right. best one. Oh, yeah, the, the best, best one. one. We've been to Red Sox games. We've been to the North End and where else? Oh, we went to Kowloon. That was a great oh, one. Okay. We went to Kowloon. We took a road trip to Kowloon and Saugus. That's cute. That was a good date. That was the best date. That was a great one. Good stuff. Yes. Good food. Good company. Yes, That's very great. good. Okay, what's something people don't know about you? Because people know people know you here and like, but what are the listeners? They don't know. What's something? I would think maybe not many people know that I love cars. Ooh, I, absolutely, I didn't even know that. Absolutely love cars. Ooh, and it's ever since I was in like. Elementary, middle school, I'd stop. My dad used to take my brother and me to stop and shop when we would go grocery shopping. And at the checkout place, there were the newspapers you can buy, but there are also cars for sale kind of pamphlet, like cars in the okay. area. And I would take one every time and just look at all the cars That's, and the prices yeah. and the different colors and the models and the everything. I just absolutely love cars. What do you drive? Well, I have a GMC okay. terrain. Not okay. it's not a pickup truck. Every time okay. I think GMC, I think pickup truck, but this is SUV. Okay. Um, and I I like it. I love it. Um, but I mean, obviously if I want a billion dollars, I would probably right. buy a Porsche Ooh. Cayenne Ooh. turbo. Ooh, turbo. German. See, I don't know cars at German all. made <laughs> or a Mercedes, like any Mercedes SUV probably. Okay. Cause I love SUVs. Yeah. So driving an SUV, but okay. I, like any car, but, um, German made. Yeah. I love cars. Like wow. every time I see a car go by, I'm like, okay, what type model year, everything in wow. my head. I love it. I love cars. I love cars That's so a much. good fun fact. That's, I love them. Okay. Yes. If you could marry... One athlete. Any team. Probably Boston. I like someone mm, in Boston. Maybe not because maybe I would not. be Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh. It would absolutely be Jimmy Garoppolo. Hottie. Yeah. He might be one of the hottest people I've ever seen in my life. Is he hotter than this new little, new new big wig coming into the Patriots, Jarrett? Oh, yeah. Big time. Because he's he, hotter because this is a debate. Okay. The Off Day podcast, I don't know who they think they are, but <laughs> they tweeted out that he is hotter than Garoppolo. Stud. No. Yeah, he is a stud. Mm. Wait, so he is, I'm pretty sure he's, what, 23? Yes. How old is Garoppolo? He's 
24, I believe. Oh, it's so 24, the year apart. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Jimmy hot. Garoppolo. But what do you think is hotter than Jared Siddham? Do you think they're the 100%. same fish, though? So it's, I think people are struggling because I'm, I'm not strugg- struggling with this at all. Really? Oh, Garoppolo over everybody, over Brady, over everybody. <sighs> Oof. Yeah, easily. No, he is. He is. But this, this Jared kid has got it going on. Mm, he's okay. He's, he's okay. got the little curls. And his girlfriend, they are, I mean, wife. Sorry, excuse me. They got married in June. wife. Yes. They are a power couple. They are. I am obsessed. She played soccer at Baylor. What does she do now? Is she just his wife? I think she's just his wife. No, no, no. So she, she like has her own stuff going on. I'm pretty sure she's in marketing, social media, obviously, which like is a literal job, especially for someone like her. It really is. Like, it's just her job. Mm -hmm. But. On her Twitter, I was creeping her Twitter. She just like retweets. Her whole Twitter is him. Like she just oh, retweets. That's great. Like, Very supportive. So cute. And it went down in the DMs. So that's how it started. Yes. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Like so you and I Nick Fryer. Yeah. Shut up. Me and Nick. Okay. This is not going to be good. No Nick Fryer. <laughs> yeah. Nick, if you're listening to this, yeah, I liked your shirt, but <laughs> I was like, I didn't even say anything. It was you. It was all me. <laughs> <laughs> probably like it was all lame we're gonna have to i'm literally red in have the face. To, <laughs> i'm kidding there's no there's no nick fryer whatever is going on I feel um, like that just reminds me of that documentary which one wasn't that what it was called that like fryer fest oh fire festival Fi- yeah yeah yeah, yes. yeah yeah that's all i'm thinking yes fire festival anyways where was i with this power couple yes what she does they're so cute yes i think she's in marketing that's what i found okay and her but, dad is the ceo of the rockets yes yes the, okay. the, yes Right? Yes, okay. I believe. Okay. Let's yep, Rocket CEO. Gotcha. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Follow my yes. notes. So here. she's not like low profile. No. He's a CEO. Right. She's also an athlete. Right. Like a athlete. Legit athlete. Yeah, at Baylor. Yeah. So they met at Baylor. He played at right. Baylor. And then, and then he, he went tra- to Auburn. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But down in the DM. Interesting. What a world. What a modern day right? romance. Right? Fairy tale. I feel like that happens though. Yeah, oh for now. sure. That happens much more now than yeah. ever, I think. But I'm obsessed with them. Definitely gonna follow okay. them. Okay. Power so it's couple. Them and and then Gronk and Camille. Those are our two power couples. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were asking which one I'm putting first. No, 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 no. no you don't no, have to. I don't know. Them. I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm not in deep enough with this new couple to right. say that they're over Gronk and Camille. But they are now but in they our could lives. Get there. They are in our lives. Yes. Follow them they're both. And Giselle and Tom, obviously. Obviously. Another oh, power geez. couple, like the OG oh, power geez. couple. Yep. Yes. They might be at the top, no matter yes. what. Yeah. But that's a good debate. We should poll. We should Twitter poll. We we'll should Twitter poll that we'll one. Who's hotter? Keep an eye out for that. Yes. Um. Any other questions for me? Ooh. Who's who's your role model? I'm curious. Role model. Oof. Actually, I've always wondered. This kind of goes with this. Mm-hmm. Did you always want to be a producer here? Like, was producing like? No, no. no I started no, no. here. I started here on the air. Okay. Um, on the Planet Mikey show, um, <laughs> as a textress. Uh, <laughs> when I was about to start, I was about to move here and start grad school okay. at Northeastern. Okay. Got my master's in journalism while I was interning here Ooh. as a production intern. Gotcha. But the goal is to be on air. Cool. Um, which, in radio or TV? Either one. Either. I've tried out okay. stuff for TV okay. and done demos and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, production kind of has an on-air component a lot of mm-hmm. times if you're producing a show. Yeah. As an intern. I actually kind of did as an intern a couple times, like, yeah. on-air stuff, but not really. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So, I enjoy being a producer. Yeah. But I didn't start here thinking I'm going to be a producer. Okay. But I just kind of, like, stayed around. And right. And kind of, like... There's an on, there's an on air part to it more right. so than it used to be definitely, right. so I do like that. Part. Yeah. So I think what I'm doing right now is kind of where the direction I want to be in. Right. So well, that's good. I'm going in the right direction. Good to know. Yes. I didn't even know that. Yes. Cool. Yes. So that's that. 
That is the answer. That is the answer. Locked in? Yes. Locked in. Locked on in. That? Okay, good. Going with good, that. Good, good, good. Yes. What yes. else are we going to talk about? Any other questions? Any other questions? Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. I guess you could answer who your role model is. Oh, my role yeah. model? Probably my mom. Your mommy? Yeah. Oh, Gronk. Yep. In the W-E-E or whatever. W-W-E. We can cut that. The World Wrestling. We can cut that. I don't watch. I need help. Lucy, help. This is bad news. You got me all flustered. Okay, okay. How about Gronk in the WWE? The what? Lucy, I can't even handle this situation. Sobbing, sobbing. So I take think, it over. Take it over. I do not think that he. Yeah. Okay, he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Brady this morning said he's lost 15 pounds. It's definitely more than that. Yeah. So I wonder if he is just not doing anything. So Mojo Raleigh, who is in the WWE and is one of Gronk's best friends, said that uh, Gronk could have a future in the uh, world wrestling world, but um, I don't know if he'll do it right now. And that's also what Mojo Raleigh said. I think he will just stay out of football, stay out of wrestling and everything for yeah. a while. And that's why he's losing this weight. Obviously, like right. he's off of steroids or whatever he was doing. <gasps> Ooh, Lucy, that's, that's, a my, that's my little take. That there. is a loaded I mean, comment. that's a popular like sentiment about his weight loss is he's <laughs> clearly uh, not playing. Looks and good, not, he looks good. He still looks good. He's yeah. still gronk, but he's lost quite a bit of weight. Yeah, he has. Um, so maybe he's just planning on not doing anything. Yeah, I think that versus and that plus the Miami condo says he's yeah. not coming back to the Patriots. Yeah, or football. Yeah, I think or wrestling. I think Gronk is like such an entertainer. Like if he were to do anything, like I think he's taking a little break, like from everything. But I think simply just being Gronk is like a job because he's just an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Like if he's tired, he's still. I feel like he's still got to be on. Like he's just a funny guy. So I feel like he'd get into entertainment, like movies. I think he'll do like low like, budget movies. Yeah, that's what I think. But everyone will go see them because Gronk's in it. Of course. But then how long does that last? Because after a year or so or a couple years of Gronk being in low-budget movies and you're thinking, okay, I have to see another Gronk movie. It would be great for conversation for us and for the radio. Yeah. Because then we can talk about how stupid the next Gronk movie is. Yeah. But how long does that last? He's got to have – he's only 29 years old. I know. I don't know. I think wrestling at some point for sure. Really? I yeah. don't know. I think for sure at some point. I think he'll do a little bit of everything. Yeah. I think the weight loss is is significant in his decision making when it comes to football. Yeah. Maybe also wrestling because you kind of have to be muscular for that. Yeah. But that's more of a show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he'll I, can see I think wrestling. he's taking a break right now wrestling acting. I couldn't see him taking the wrestling seriously for some reason. No. No, he would it would just be his name. Like he, right. he would be the draw and then kind of like at um WrestleMania 2017. Yeah. When he joined Mojo Rawley in the ring. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm here for it. Okay. okay. That's what that's what I think Gronk's plan yeah. is. And then marry Camille. Yeah. At oh. some point. Oh my so God. So now he has more freedom to wedding. do that whenever he wants. Sheesh. It'd be amazing. She's going to look amazing. So good. They're all going to look amazing. So good. Brady will be there. Oh, absolutely. For sure. So we have to keep an eye what out for that. What a fire guest list. And Giselle, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fire. Yes. Yes. Fire. Love it. Any more questions? I think that's it for now. Okay. I'll probably come up with more. Okay. Because we have some questions for Danielle Murr of yes, the Greg Hill do. Show. Yes. Who is about us. joining us right now. Yes. 
All right, hi, Danielle. Hi, how okay. are you? Hi, Thank you for having me here. Oh, of course. This is very exciting. Big Tom Brady interview today. Huge. Yes. Huge. Yes. What did you think of it? I thought it was great. I thought he sounded super comfortable, and that seems to be the feedback from, you know, everyone who's either worked at the station for years or has, you know, followed Tom or the Patriots in any capacity is that it it just had a great conversational style. And, you know, not to blow smoke in its direction, but that's one thing that Greg is really, really good at is developing that rapport and just making it casual. You know, and and making it, it wasn't pained. He didn't sound like he didn't want to be there. It just before you know it, you looked up. It was like twenty seven minutes was over. Yeah, super authentic. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. very authentic. very authentic. Yeah, yeah. Where is so I don't even know where Greg's relationship with Brady started. Is it best buddies? You know, that's a great question. I'm not even sure myself. I think it's just been over the years where Greg is super involved in a lot of charitable endeavors, as is Brady. And I think that they've just seen each other, you know, and and Greg being in broadcasting, you know, he's always been close to a lot of Patriots guys in, in the Kraft family. So I think there's just been this natural relationship that's developed over the years. Right, that's what we keep hearing is Edelman and Brady he's friends with. Yes. And I'm thinking, where did that come from? Like, yeah. all of a sudden, well, that's, I mean, it's great. But. And then there's a whole jealous dust up about, you know, he's friends with Edelman for years, then he then he kind of pushed Edelman to the side to be closer to Brady. It Ugh. got real, it gets real awkward. The in problems he has. I, know, I mean, you know, serious, <laughs> serious first world problems is which big name NFL player is vying for your attention this week. <laughs> Honestly. I like when they brought Fitzy on. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh, yeah. Fitzy, yes. he was like creaming yes. his pants in there. Oh my God, <laughs> it was, it was so like, you could, because you could just, and I love, I love Nick so much, but you could just see him chomping at the bit the whole interview and he's like am I gonna get to ask and then Greg threw it to him and then when Brady was ever like this is fun let's keep going I I literally thought he was gonna fall out of his seat it was just such a crowning moment for him and I'm like yeah buddy you did I felt like I was cheering on my five-year-old or something at the playground I'm like good job pal keep up the good work when he was naming all the passes like what was the best throw and Brady was like this is fun good throw yeah good throw yeah I love that it was was my favorite part I think Brady was like that that wasn't that great of a throw like yeah decent yeah Yeah. Yeah, it was good he was really into it which was fantastic which was awesome yes how are you feeling so far? Great. Being here. Great. Okay. It's, you know, obviously it's a transition. You know, I spent 14 years with Greg on AAF and, you know, I've worked with Mike Shu and LB in, in various capacities over the year. And we've had different iterations of the show and producers have come and gone. And, and you know, now we're over here. And obviously I know a lot of you guys from seeing you around the building, but I don't have super close relationships with people. You know, like I'm used to seeing Curtis and Ken in the hallway once a month, maybe, or like once every six weeks. It should be like, what's up, dudes? Have a great weekend or blah, blah, blah. So it's it's been a I think for what it could have potentially been, it's been a very seamless transition. And the challenge is always going to be to figure out how you want to direct the show. Because we have the old listeners that came over from AF that expect one thing. You have longtime EEI listeners that expect another thing. So we want to try the best way to find, to strike a balance between those two. And obviously you're never going to keep everybody happy. But I think that we have enough really, really talented people on our team that we can figure out, okay, this is working really well. Let's keep going in this direction. And if something doesn't work, it's very easy for us to redirect the ship. Right, right. And then how do you feel now working with Ken and Curtis? They're amazing. Mm-hmm. They are amazing. And I'm so, and I try to tell them this, and I'm like, I don't know if anybody ever told you, but you guys matter. They're just, they're so talented, and they set us up for success every day. You know, they just, the amount of prep work that they do, they're here early, getting it done, and it's just, you know, Curtis pops in with this little random thing here and there, and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. No, they're the best. They're awesome. We've never, you know, at AAF, we never really had a traditional producer, not to say that the people that produced our show weren't amazing at what they did. It was just a different, it was more of an on-air role on the show, and they were behind the board in studio, 
with us. So having the two guys in the control room just on top of every potential source it's just it, it's it just brings everything next level, and I just I feel so lucky to have these two guys that work their asses off every all day, like not just when we're on the air, not just before, like all afternoon, sending us updates on stuff, sending us ideas for things. It's I, I, we're very very fortunate. And do you like having them chime in more? I do. More than I not. love it. Okay, yeah, good. because they bring a certain element to the show, and I think especially for the listeners that aren't familiar with me and Greg, you know, they are familiar with Ken and Curtis, and we're getting closer to the point now where we know them better like obviously we were on the air at the same time as the morning show here forever so there's not a lot of there are not a lot of intricacies about their lives that we know about and the more comfortable we get them with them the more we get to know them you know we can poke fun at them more and definitely but, there's so much with their lives that you can so poke much. fun at it's gonna be <laughs> so great once you start getting into it's it it's awesome and of yeah. course likewise you know with me and greg and, and nick or wiggy or whoever whomever else becomes be the the you know third chair um yeah, it's just it's it's all gelling. It's all gelling nicely. Right. Yeah. Right. So obviously there was like an uproar with this whole new show. Of course. I want to know how you handled the backlash. If like, obviously there probably was some neg- yeah. negativity. Oh, there, yeah, plenty so of. So how it. did you handle that? You just have to ignore it. Yeah. Like, ignore it but pay attention. Right. Which I I know sounds contradictory, but you know you have routine is a very important thing to a lot of people, and you have people who have listened to the station. Four hours a morning, every morning, that's their right. routine. They're used to hearing certain voices, mm-hmm. you know, wh- no matter who it might be, whether Jerry, Kirk, John, anybody that's that's come through the halls over the years, that's what they're used to. And they listen because that's what they like. And we respect that. We understand that. We wouldn't be like, oh, well, screw them. It doesn't right. matter. We're here now. Right. They have been fans of those people for a very long time. And this is new. We're new personalities. We're trying to figure out our way through, you know, these waters and also trying to appeal to them so it's going to take a little time you know it takes you're not going to jump in the first day and be like oh my god this is the best thing ever or the worst thing ever you have to give it a little bit of time so people are going to give you feedback and I think that's the nature of the time in which we live with the internet you can pretty much have access to anyone you want whether it's the guy down the street or a celebrity in Hollywood Mm -hmm. you know it's you could tweet at somebody and never hear back from them, or you could tweet at some huge personality and they'd respond right, right back to you. And it's like, wow. So people are giving you feedback. And I understand, yeah, you hear me on the airwaves the first day, you don't know me, and, mm-hmm. and you've, you've mm-hmm. never listened to me before in your life on the other station or wherever. And you're like, who the hell is this chick? Right. right. You got to get her off people. my show. Right. There were a ton of people that were saying, I was on vacation and I didn't know what happened. What is happening to the right. station right now? Because it's, it's not only different voices, it's a different format, really. Exactly. It's a different topic. You're yeah. not talking about sports as much. And it's right. very, so it's shocking for people and it's emotional of because course. yes but it's just changed that's yeah. yeah and and every time this has happened whether it's been in radio or television or whatever facet of life people get over it they get past it and you readjust and they either say oh you know what actually you guys grew on me i like it or they'll say uh hopefully not but uh this isn't for me and they'll listen to something else it's just change happens it's very uncomfortable and it sucks to go through it but this is the nature of the beast and right. things evolve and unfortunately Sometimes things don't always stay the way you want them to for years and years and years for whatever reason, whether it's a management decision or a personnel issue. Anywhere, radio, NFL, like any you know the 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 accounting department at your local office. It's just it happens everywhere. So we have to. I I respect the fact that it's very difficult for people to have this big upheaval, especially where it's so sudden. So I want to prove to them, like, hey, you know what? 
you probably will like me after a while. Give me a chance. And if you don't mm-hmm. and you hate me, that's fine, too. It's cool. You can let me know that. And right. and, and I respect that. It's, I'm not for everybody. Not, not everybody is for everybody. And right. I, I don't, you know, I don't ever claim to be that way or, or pretend that that's going to be the way it is. Right. right. And you, you kind of made fun of the fact that Ken and Curtis were having a hard time with the change. Mm-hmm. How are they actually like, is that true that they are kind of like they seem dead inside or they just seem different? No, they're dead. They're just yeah. dead inside forever. <laughs> That's yes. <laughs> I, I think <clears throat> I think there are a lot of things behind the scenes that contribute to how people feel at work, whether mm-hmm. it's your interactions with other people that you work with or things of that nature. Like you can have a two-sided relationship with someone like you can have a relationship with a coworker that's super toxic but that you still thrive on because they throw you crumbs every once in a while mm-hmm. and you can have a relationship that's amazing but that you kind of feel a little sucky about sometimes because oh well but I thought you loved me <laughs> so I think after two weeks our just our everyday interactions have just gotten so much more smooth and easier it's yeah. just you know we're all becoming friends we're learning more about each other and it just makes things easier to kind of joke around like I like to support the people that I work with and do little stupid nice things so I asked Ken and Curtis what their favorite snacks were out of the little canteen over here and they told me what they were so I went and bought like bulk uh the versions of it so like, and you'll appreciate this Lucy because <laughs> yeah. you're an office fan of course um I had to go to the hers website to order the the vegetable baked chips that Ken likes <laughs> and then I went on Amazon to order the peanut butter toast crackers and I'm just like you know what it's just a nice little thing to just be like hey I appreciate you guys I recognize I'm paying attention and I, and I want you to be happy and just have a little smile on your face throughout the day because no matter where you work you're gonna deal with crappy situations you're gonna yeah. deal with people that are in moods or whatever so as, you know at least if you can just be like hey got a it, smile from somebody in the hallway <laughs> right and that's actually so when I was an intern here you used to smile at me in the hallway and say hi and that made me feel so good oh, good yeah yes. I'm glad yes. I'm glad so you do bring that thank happiness you thank you well it can be yes. awkward you know it can be when you're first starting out in a new workplace especially on an intern level you're especially when you're younger too. and a woman really, and I was woman, the only one woman, and I saw and you especially and like, here oh, okay. yeah, yeah it's a very it can be a very intimidating thing and it can be very isolating, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, and I am someone who suffers from crippling social anxiety. Like for me to call and order a pizza, I, I will just go without the pizza. <laughs> like online ordering is one of the best things that's mm. ever happened in my life. Like I, for, I had to reschedule a chimney sweep like three times in my last house and I would like text my mom. I'm like, can you do me a favor and just like call this real quick? And it's the dumbest thing and people that don't suffer from it don't get it because they're like, what's the big deal? You can't make a phone call? And they make fun of you and I'm like, I get it. It's weird. It's fine. But to have people around you when you feel awkward like that that are, go out of their way to just say hi or be like, hey, Danielle or whatever, blah, 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 it just it changes your whole day and it makes you more confident. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I know. Okay, so on the air, you talked about your sex furniture oh, as yes. you're opening up <laughs> yes. more about your yes. life. <laughs> what, Jump right like, to it. Where did this start? Like, what, how, what, <laughs> I need to know everything about it. Okay, so have you seen the movie Burn After Reading? No. Okay, so George Clooney is in it, John Malkovich, Tilda Swinton, Brad Pitt, um, Francis McDormand. Excellent movie, fantastic mm-hmm. movie. It's a little dark, but if you like that kind of like comedy, you, you would enjoy it. There's a scene, uh, George, George Clooney's character is having an affair with Tilda Swinton's character. Okay. And there's a scene where he leaves her uh, her tall brownstone in Washington, D.C. in an absolute huff. And he has this wedge pillow looking thing. It's purple under his arm. That's called, uh, I believe, the Liberator. And okay. I happened to, years ago, I happened to like see it while browsing. I got into like some web browsing spiral that just went to dark places. And I was like, oh, what's that? What's this little <laughs> weird wedge pillow thing? And I'm like, oh, 
that actually looks like it might make things easier in the bedroom. So when I saw it in the movie, I was like, I know what that is. And I, f- I feel uncomfortable that I know what that is. But yeah, whatever. It's the wedge thing. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, they have they have some other pieces of furniture. I mean, they're very innocuous looking. It's not like there are chains and straps attached to them. It's just, right. if you recall back in... I want to say the late 90s, early 2000s, there was like the big thing about the the chairs that looked like high-heeled shoes. Yes. And there was a play, like a Z or Z gallery or someplace like that, a Newbury Street that would sell them. Mm-hmm. A lot of clubs had them in their VIP areas, and it was like a hot thing. So the chairs kind of look like that. So I was uh, dating somebody previously, and we were out for sushi one night and like having Mai Tais, and, and we had Ubered up. So I'm like, ah, I have a couple of drinks. We'll have some fun, whatever. And I'm perusing things online and and we started talking about sexy stuff and then I was like oh I should order a sex chair I'm gonna do it so I ordered it promptly forgot about it completely and then two days late and usually I'll get notifications from Amazon being like oh you know your fancy feast is about to ship and I'm like great my kids are starving so a couple days later he's he's like oh my god I just remembered something do you remember what you ordered the other night when we were at sushi and I'm like the dragon roll what like what did I order and he's like no on Amazon and I'm like not a clue He's like, you ordered a sex chair. And I'm like, well, this is another thing my mother's going to be very proud of. <laughs> oh, boy. So it came, and it's just, it, it's, it's, I don't know, it looks like a little chaise lounger with like a, a two bumps on the top. Okay. And if you, if you care to go online, you can look up all the various positions that you can get into on the thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's good for, for people who may be approaching a certain age whose joints are starting to hurt <laughs> and uh, getting into certain positions. <laughs> back and support. Back support. Angles. Like, you know, your quads give out real fast. <laughs> right. So you might want to have a place to put your hand and brace yourself. So that's, right. that's like kind some of the... knee padding kind of thing. Exactly. Where you need some you extra, have a cup yes. holder. I, that should be like a 3.0 version of it because I think that would that would appeal to men for sure because I think right now it's mostly a thing that, that would women would, would say, oh, I'm going to order this and guys would be like, well, I don't need a sex chair. I'll just bend over the counter. And it's like, all right, build, Oh, no, because you can get bruises on your back from that. Absolutely. It's really So it's just now it's this kind of piece of furniture that's in my spare bedroom that's I try to make. It d- does not fit the decor or the furniture that's in there at all. But uh, if need be, I can get a Ralph Lauren tablecloth from Home Goods and drape it over it and just. Like I feel a, like you can't keep piece. that in the closet, though. I feel like you have to have it out. Yo, well, there's no room to there's put no it in the There's no place that you put huge. it, yeah. Oh, it's, it's huge. huge. Oh, yeah, okay. It's so huge. This, okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's probably, it's about, I don't know, six feet long. Oh, my gosh. Two and a half feet high and, like, I don't know, probably about two and a half feet wide. Could so it it's, also, it's a good size. Like, could it be used as a regular couch, too? Or Absolutely. do you know this is a sex couch? No, I use it for, like, a, I mean, in, in my head I know, but, mm-hmm. like, I also have used it for a meditation chair. I, I listen to right. ASMR videos a lot to kind of chill out and, and go to sleep, and I've been doing it for years, mm-hmm. like, way before it even became mainstream, and people are like, what the hell is this whisper video you're listening to? I'm like, trust me. It's amazing. <laughs> and so... It's it's nice to be able to lie there and kind of meditate and put my noise canceling headphones on and throw like a crinkle ASMR video on and I'm just like, this is bliss. My back feels great. My knees don't hurt. My joints don't ache. This is glorious. You so can get really... at me at any angle right now. Exactly. Like, yeah. So yes. it's, it's it's a multi use piece of furniture. What is your favorite at. ASMR? I forgot this about you that you like ASMR. S- oh, there's so many. Blue Whisper is amazing. Okay. She's great. Obviously, Maria Gentle Whispering is one of the most popular that everybody knows, and she's great. Um, Whispers Red ASMR. Okay. Um, but there are a lot of lesser lesser known ones that I really like. Blade Whisper Pro 23. He's fantastic. He had like only two or three videos out and then he took this five-year hi- hiatus and no one knew what happened to him and you'd see in the comments people were theorizing like oh he we went to prison or he's got he's he's like overseas and I'm like what 
no, maybe the guy just didn't put a video out for right. a while. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> um, so I'd say I think Blue Whisper and Blade Whisper Pro are probably the two that I listen to the most right now. But I love, I love that it's become a mainstream thing and that more and more people are getting into creating ASMR content because you have people that do the lo-fi versions that are just doing it like on their cell phone. And then you have people that have, you know, crazy setups oh, with, they have, with like, the production mics, mics yes. and you know four camera angles and a green screen and it's crazy um because they make so much money off of it too with, so with sponsors okay so i it has helped me so much especially yep. to sleep yes so i listen to like gwen Gwiz. yes hers. she's great i love her i follow yep. her on like twitter and instagram now but my favorite she does like the um bikini hauls or whatever that yep. she buys the makeup ones where she does your makeup and she yes. like rubs the camera. Those With the brushes. Yes, I will watch the same two ones and just, it, I'm right out. Constantly. No matter what time of day, I'm yes. out. It's I'm, so I'm, great. I'm pulling up my phone right now because I want to see like which ones are populating in my thing. Um, okay. Also, the ones there's some woman who has like a million subscribers, more than that, obviously, mm-hmm. but like a million views per video, and she does very gentle massage on all like different friends that she has. Yes, it's I like, know. Like tingly down. Is here. it splits? I forget the name. I just There's, go through like whatever video is next yes. after Gwen Gwiz. And she it's amazing the yeah. way she the way she whispers and it's like yep. there's a, there is a science to it for there, sure. There really is different sounds that yeah. can make you sleep and put you in like a very calm state. Olivia Kisper is another one that does um, stuff like that. She does a lot of makeup role plays and massage videos. Tony Bomboni is also really good if you okay. want to check him out. He's uh-huh. he's very funny. Um, you yeah, guys the, fall asleep to this? Oh yes. yes. Oh yes. what is it like meditation videos or audio? Uh, it's I mean. It depends on what, how you react to it. So, like, for me, it's mostly the audio experience. But some people have a visual effect with ASMR, so they'll do, like, gentle hand movements. So they'll, And this is not translating well to an audio podcast, but they'll, like, you know, their hands will go up and down, and they'll kind of move this over here, and, like, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll pluck your <laughs> negative... Uh, pluck dirt the, from your aura through, the, yes. through like the camera over yeah yes. but it's just the the visual of them gently like okay bringing their fingers and pulling something away it's from incredible. your face it's like Ugh. yes and what the makeup ones you can picture what it would feel like if yeah. the brush was on your face yeah okay and it was it's amazing i didn't think it would like it would feel like that yeah but it, like y- you have a physical response yeah. to it where you're just like i'm going to sleep right now and not everyone gets it okay. right not everyone feels that because i remember my f- the first time i ever felt asm was during Edward Scissorhands when I saw that movie years ago yes. when it first came out. And um, uh, not Diane Lane, but Diane Keaton, whoever plays the, the mom in that movie. Right, I can't remember um, that. She goes up to the house where he's up in the, at, like the big abandoned house on the third floor and yes. she takes out the cotton balls and starts doing it on his face. And yes. it's like that crunch of the cotton. And I was like, why do I feel like I'm high right now? I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like the back of my neck, just like this tingle up my head. And then I didn't get it again for years. And then once ASMR videos, um, I the reason why I actually discovered them was I was doing, God, this was this was back in 2013, I want to say. Um, we were on the other show. Uh, Aaron Hernandez was on with us every right. week. So I was producing a promo uh, at a diner. So I needed fork and knife and eating sounds. So I was Googling that, and ASMR came up. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, this is a thing. People listen to eating sounds. And then I got into it full bore, like just was totally over the top all about it. And I listen to pretty much almost every night. I'll, like, fall asleep, and then somehow in in my transition into REM movements, I'll rip my headphones off and go to sleep. But it's been a game changer for me. Yeah, for sure. Especially so whenever I'm in, like, filling in for a producer on this show, um, I listen to it to go to sleep at, like, 8 o'clock because you have to wake up so early. Yeah. And it puts me right out. Even Mm -hmm. if I'm not tired at all, Gwen Gwiz will put me to sleep. Yep, totally relaxing. It's incredible. It's life-changing. You should try it, Elaine. I'll check it out. Check out... um, 
Blue Whisper just did one called the Sally Salon. So Blue oh, Whisper, see this, that? Oh. Yeah, this is how they make money now too. <laughs> yeah. They do paid promotions. So oh she's yeah. Doing a oh, so it's on Sally YouTube. Beauty. It's on YouTube. Oh, you can make a lot of money on YouTube. But you know, oh, yeah. she like the beginning starts out with um, you know, when the 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 barber shops and whatnot, they have the canister with the barbicide. Mm-hmm. So she's pouring the water in, then oh. she pours the concentrated barbicide, and you hear like the soft clink of the metal thing, that and then sounds she, like hypnotizing. It, it is. is. It really have is. Have you seen the movie Get Out? No. Yes. When she does the tea. Yeah, it's like that. That's basically okay. like ASMR because they, they emphasize every little movement. Everything. Okay. Every pop of your voice. That's yeah. why the mics are so important mm-hmm. because it emphasizes it and right. that yep. just I'll check it out. gives you the yeah. entire experience. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's awesome. It's so great. So we talked about getting up early. I know mm-hmm. probably people probably ask you that all the time, but what is a typical day in your life? Now it's a little different because my schedule has shifted even earlier. I mean, I always got up pretty early, so I'm very heavily involved in animal rescue. So depending mm-hmm. on what I've got at the time for um, animals, I do a lot of critical care work. So I'll work with abandoned kittens and whatnot. Sometimes I'll do squirrels and wildlife. But um, those guys, if they're real little, they need to be fed around the clock at every two hours. So that kind of throws off my sleep schedule a little at times during the season. But a typical day for me now would be my first alarm goes off at 2.45. I ignore that for as long as possible. And then I usually wake up around like 3.15, hop up, let the dogs out, feed the dogs, feed the cats, hop in the shower, get ready and get dressed. Because usually, I mean, before I was uh, I was able to be in unmade bed at work every day, which was great because I would just throw my hair in a bun, brush my teeth, throw on yoga pants and a, and a Lululemon hoodie and mm-hmm. come in. But, you know, now we're taking pictures all the time. Uh, you know, they're going to be outfitting the studio with cameras. So I have to be, I'm like, this is why I didn't go into television. Uh, why are we doing this now? So I, I, I've got to be presentable now, which is fine because I love to dress up and, and whatnot. It's just a matter of translating that to the morning. Um, and then I drive in here and curse at the people that decide to be in the left lane all the way down. <laughs> 1A coming down from Because there is traffic at that time now, which is, is insane. It's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy to see the shift because before, if I would get in here at like 5, 5.30 sometimes to do production on the old show, I would I would know the people that I'd have to avoid. Like I would see someone pulling off Eastern Avenue and been like, oh, I'm behind the orange BMW again. Crap. Now I'm going to be stuck behind this guy all the way until I get to the break at the Linway. Um, but and, and even now, leaving the house at, I don't know, quarter of four. There's still traffic. Yeah. And it is nuts. The only thing that that I'm grateful for is that it's that amount and not a leaving at seven. Yes. Because for the week that we were off between shows, we were still here in the building and I was driving into Brighton for 10 o'clock and holy hell, that was an absolute freaking nightmare. It took, I had to leave at least an hour and a half in the morning. One of the days it took me two hours to get home. God bless those of you who have to commute during peak times because it's, it's just crazy. And it's, I think it's a multifaceted thing. You've got... You know, the Ubers and Lyfts that are circling, you have people texting, not paying attention. People don't care, so they're not speeding up. They're not going at the light. They're leaving 16 car lengths in front of them so no one can get through the light behind you. And it's just people need to get off their phones, pay attention, and just drive. Exactly. Just mm-hmm. Traffic is my biggest pet peeve. And why people, if you just drive straight yeah. at a constant pace, and I've read wrong. studies on it yeah. about how people <laughs> can't keep to a constant pace, yeah. and that's why. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if I can do it, how come everybody else I know. can't do it? Yeah, they refuse <sighs> it. It's really like Lucy. It is. And like Danielle, like drive like us and everything would be solved. Just be like us in general. Right. Um, And then (laughs) (laughs) and then getting back to the day stuff, I'll leave here, go home, like just do whatever I have to do, you know, catch up stuff during the day. Sometimes I'll nap when I get home. If I didn't get a great night's sleep the night before, I try not to. It's a little more difficult for me in the summertime because I can't sleep when when the sun's out. So if it's bright until 8, 8, 30, 9 o'clock, I can't sleep that well because my body clock is just like, hey, you should be up doing things. 
things. I'm someone that finds it very difficult to relax, even if I'm home. Like, I'll plop down and throw on, you know, episode six, season two of The Office for the nine millionth time. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I do all day. Yes. I'm like, I'll relax for five minutes. I'm like, no, I really got to get up. I have stuff to do. So I'm I'm a very busy bee running around like crazy. And then later in the day, um, you know, we'll get to, you know, show prep stuff for the next day and whatnot and wind down. I'm actually looking forward to the winter a little bit more because once it gets to be 5.30, when it's dark out at 4.30, I'm toast. Mm -hmm. So I can go right to sleep and then be able to wake up at 2.30 and be like, all right, let's do it. Maybe I'll go to the gym. Probably not. But (laughs) maybe I will. It's a good thought. Yeah, exactly. And then on the weekends, I tend to still wake up. I try to still maintain that early wake up time unless I have like an event that night or something. Maybe I'll take a nap during the day, but I still, my, my body clock, I get up at four and I'm like, oh, I'm late. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it's Saturday. Is it Saturday? And I'll look at my phone 15 times because I'm half asleep. I'm like, that does say Saturday, right? Yeah. Right. I don't have any alarm set. Okay, great. Is it that panic? Like, did I miss Completely everything? Pan- like, yeah. the entire show? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, you stand up and you run around the room six times before you can get your bearings. You're like, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, sit down. Look at the clock. What day is it? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to drive in anyway. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I, I've had. I'll just drive by. I'll yeah. just drive by. Yeah. I've had days. I mean, in the 14 years I've worked in radio and morning drive, I've had days where I've actually gotten up and gotten ready and gone to leave the house and been like, not Sunday. I don't have to be in. You know, or I would like go to turn the radio on and whatever program I would normally listen to in the morning on the way to work, like news or otherwise, wouldn't be on. And I'm like, why am I hearing why is Morgan White Jr. on BZ? The, oh, it's Sunday. I don't have to be anywhere. Uh, but then I would just stay up and get some stuff done for the day. Yeah. So And then keep that schedule. Because exactly. it changes your life completely. It changes it's like your mind and your... It does. Yeah. It totally does. And it's just, it's the middle of the night. It's yeah. basically the middle, you're waking up in the middle of the night. And like people that work third shift get that too. Like it's just, it's just not natural. You, mm-hmm. you can, you can do it for years. You never adjust to a schedule like morning drive or straight overnights because just... You know, whether it's circadian rhythms or anything else that your body's affected by and, and natural light, you just can't do it. So, you know, when they have the 24 hours of, of light or darkness in Alaska, yes. people have a real hard time adjusting to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it changes your mental state. Completely. Yeah, completely. How many animals do you have at a time? I never actually disclose numbers on that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, no comment. I have a handful of kitty cats. I have a couple mm-hmm. of ferals that, that I never see, so I don't count them because they hide all the time. They were they were ones that were brought in as, as youngsters that I uh, tried to work with in social that never happened so I've uh, one of my cats big red or big orange man or Captain Crispies whatever you want to call him because they all have 9,000 nicknames um, I very rarely see him because he's usually hiding someplace so um, you know there's that but I do have four dogs okay um, and I have a little minpin I have a shepherd mix adobe and a uh, chihuahua who's the no, no, there's no, uh, <laughs> oh, no, there's no, uh, with a chihuahua. She's the, she's the most outspoken and evil one out of all the four. Oh boy. Just, the sassiest. Yeah. She just, she has no patience for BS and she's just always growling at everybody. I'm like, can you stop for five seconds? She, and whenever one of my big dogs does, like if my shepherd mix Bella does something wrong, she will knock her out in two seconds. <laughs> oh so she and my Dobie will start barking and I'm like, what the hell? Bella must be on the counter. Bella must be trying to get like something off the stove or whatever. And I go in the room and she, Bella sneaks by me with her ears back. She's like, no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, you know, I have surveillance all over the house. And I can see you, right? <laughs> There's so much drama that goes so on. So much, yeah. It's just oh, busy, God. busy. But that's why people are like, oh, I'd like to get a second dog, but it's so much work. And I'm like, just stop. <laughs> Please, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. All right, wait, yeah. I want to shift gears to one yeah. of my favorite games. Sure. All right. Fuck one, kill one, marry one. Oh, God. Okay? Yes, the FKM. And I want it quick. I okay. want it quick. All right. Gronk, Brady, Belichick. Uh, marry Brady because he's got longevity. Um, oh, God. Who's dead? Kid Gronk. You got to. Gronk. You know why? Because Gronk, Gronk will find a way to come back. Blasphemy. So I'm not worried about him. 
I'm not worried about from it. From the dead? From the dead. Oh, I like He's that. He's crafty like that. Okay. And down 15 pounds. He'll so they say. Yeah, allegedly. So much no, one buys, no one buys so drunk more. being down 15 Brady, Brady pounds. Brady on the interview this morning, because Greg said he's down like, what, right. 15? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, no And then way. Brady was He'll quick wait. to say, oh, he's 6'7". 15 mm-hmm. pounds on a 6'7 person Nothing. is, n- it's like, it's y- your face looks slightly less, sw- it looks like you had a little less yeah, sodium yeah, yeah, right. than yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. easily down maybe 50 pounds. He looks good. Has to be. He looks good, but he looks much smaller. But wait, so you're just having a quickie with Belichick is what you're saying. Yeah. Get in, get out, get tickets, right? (laughs) There you go. I mean, the only thing I would hate is for Linda Holiday to hate me because I adore her and I think she's a wonderful, uh, just a classy, philanthropic, beautiful lady. So I would, I would be like Linda. No offense. I think that was a good, that was a good, good choice. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. When when you do the FKM strategy, you always have to look beyond just the initial because people always go to the F first, right? So they're just like, yeah, I'm gonna do. I'd like to have sex with this person because it's my bucket list person. I'm like, but you have to go. If you're gonna really hypothesize about what's gonna happen about this, you got to go a couple of steps further. And look at what's going to happen after you do that. Yeah, right, right. There's yeah. a lot more to that game than there really line. is. That's why yeah. I like it. So Especially much. women right. think much deeper about yeah. it. Yeah, the kill's always hard. It for is. Me. That's a tough it one. I, yeah, but That's with the Gronk, it's like I, you know, we could slide like Gordy or anybody else in. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. we can put Papa <laughs> Gronk in there, and it's ba- you're basically going to get the he's same retired. effect. Yeah, I, exactly. Like right. he's done with it. Like the only person that would probably actually have a problem with it is Camille. So yeah. right, exactly. You know? Who we love. We I, do our Camille Costic appreciation. We love her. We adore her. Yes, she's from my hometown. I absolutely love her, and no one is from my hometown but her and Jeff Bagwell. So I love her. Love her. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a good place to end because I have no yeah. follow-up to that. Question. Yeah, <laughs> that was Kill great. That. Kill <laughs> that. Perfect answer. Yes, we hope you'll come back and join us sometime. I would yeah. love to. You're doing a great job, by Thank the way. You. Yes, you Thank are. Great, great job. job. Yes, Yay. yes. So happy to finally sit down and talk to you. Likewise. Yes. Thank yes. you, girls. All right. Thank you, Danielle. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 